Hey, this is Scott Jackson, and you're listening to the Monarchist Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to the Monarchist Podcast. We're in the thick of basketball season with the tourney right around the corner. Baseball season's firing up, but Monarch Nation is always thinking about ODU football. Just because it's winter doesn't mean that we can't talk about football, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. Today, we welcome Coach Ricky Ronnie back to the show. Coach, welcome to the best and only ODU Podcast. Yeah, I think it'd be the best anyway. So I, you don't have to you don't have to put that qualifier on there with the uh, and only. But thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Well, we have to add the only on there. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming back on the show, Coach. We don't have that much time to spend with you today, so I feel bad about going off course from the jump. But I just want to make sure you knew Legrand was moving locations. I did. I did know that. I actually heard it from one of my uh, my older son's friends yesterday. He told me, um, or no, Saturday, excuse me. He told me. So yeah, I, I did know that. So uh, I got to uh, I got to get my wife there anyway soon. She deserves a she deserves a break from uh, becoming a hockey. She's basically just team transportation for hockey at this point. So I, I need to uh, get her a break. All right. I just want to make sure you got your fancy Big Mac and you go to Granby Street now instead of Collie. Yep, I do. I knew it. All right. Now that we've gotten you and our listeners straight there, before we get into spring ball and recruiting, we'd like to hear your summary on what went right and wrong with last season. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, we didn't play the way we wanted to at the end of the year. Um, you know, I, I mean, there's no other way to put it. And, and, and you know, I'm not going to shy away from that. It's my responsibility. But we didn't we didn't play the way we needed to at the end of the year. I thought, uh, you know, minus six quarters. Um, unfortunately, the four against JMU, where I just did not think we competed very well, and the, the first two at App State, um, I thought we competed well and I thought we fought and, and did some things. And it's a play here, a play there. I mean, you know, unfortunately, a microcosm of the season is is you know the touchdown pass against South Alabama that that gets called back on a on a penalty and, and um, whether it's a penalty or not in the heat of the moment um, that that's going to get called um, in, in, in super slow motion. Is it one? I mean, who knows, but uh, the simple fact of the matter is, is we need to have better technique there in, in order to uh, make that call not come anywhere close. That was kind of what we were. There's a lot of plays like that during the season. I mean, obviously people look and, see that we won a big one against the tech um, and we made some plays and, and I'm sure they have some plays that they wish they could have back. And then, you know, um, you know, I just thought that, you know, against Virginia, obviously, you know, that one slipped through our fingers and felt like we could, we could have had that one. And, you know, but then when you, you, you look back and you play so well against a team like coastal and, and really Georgia Southern, you, you, you're, you're a couple plays here or there away from, from winning that one. And, and, uh, you know, the season changes on its head pretty fast, but that's that's what it is. I mean, if you look back, I mean, that's what we were able to do the first year and and, and we did not do it last year. So obviously we've got to go uh, get back to work and and find that extra inch, that extra um, point here or there to to, you know, give ourselves um, 
the effort we deserve and, and give the, our fans what they deserve too. Now, Coach, so there was a big thing about the quality of the Sun Belt compared to Conference USA. Would you say that was proven this season, or did you see it a little differently? No, I, would, I mean, obviously, I, I didn't go into any of the games saying, hey, we had no chance of winning this game. I never, I didn't go into any of the games saying that. And, and um, you know, all coaches say that they've never said that before. That's not true. There's, there's a couple of times in your career you said like, hey, 98,000 things have to go right for us to win this game. I didn't feel that at all once last year. I felt like they were essentially toss-up games the whole way through and we were going to have to play well, but we had a chance to win every game. Um, I thought where the, the Sun Belt, the depth of the Sun Belt, and then particularly at the defensive line and really the corners, I thought that's where uh, – um, you really saw where where the Sun Belt was was a really good um, league, and then I thought the other thing where overall the Sun Belt showed up was at quarterback. I thought quarterback there was some good quarterback play in our league um, from top to bottom, um, and obviously the coaches. But I, I thought the Conference USA had good coaches too, so I'm not going to um, sit there and you know I thought that both leagues had really good coaches. So I mean it, that that's not going to be a thing. But I thought defensive line and corner were where it really showed up and uh, quarterback would be the other place where, where it showed up. So obviously coach, you've been working hard to find the right fit at offensive coordinator here at old dominion in December, you made a move there as well as uh, hiring a new offensive line coach. Could you first talk about what made you change course and then tell us what coach Decker and coach hut bring to the monarchs? Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, appreciate everything that, um, Coach Reiner did, and, and, and you know, really, he was a, as an interim role there. Um, and uh, I thought he did. A, I thought he he did some really really good things, not only for that position but the offensive line. But you know, we just we didn't score enough points, and to be honest with you, we just didn't play with enough confidence in order to to win the games that we needed to play with. And so um, I've done my research and and uh, really liked what Coach Deck had done, a guy who kind of changed what he'd done in the past and and, and researched and and put in uh, a system that, you know, he really, really believed in and and, and knew the, you know, the, the nuances of it and the, and the finer details of it. And, you know, it gets guys to play with great confidence. Um, he keeps it simple, but it, it's nuanced and, and uh, complex for, um, you know, the defense. So I, I think that there's, you know, I'm really, really excited. And then I think, you know, Coach Hutt, a great job of establishing relationships with his players. Um, he's a good evaluator. He's played the position. Um, he's played the position in this offense. Um, and a guy who's sacrificed a lot to be where he's at. I mean, he lived without his family for two years and, and uh, sort of be able to be with his family again. I think there's a lot of appreciation there and that sort of thing. So just excited what those two guys can bring. Now, me and Aaron uh, don't get too deep in the weeds with college recruiting, but it seemed like a major shift happened this spring with the 2023 class, what would you credit to that positive momentum and which players can you see having an impact next season? We're going to need guys to have an impact. We're going to end up with, you know, we're still going to take probably six to eight more transfers um, after this spring, um, which would bring our, our, our grand total anywhere between 35 and really 37 to 38, um, which you're talking 45% of your scholarship players are going to be brand new. You know, I think that we're going to have to have a lot of guys who are going to have an impact. Now, what that impact is, I, I don't know. 
I, I think that we put we we brought in some guys and and obviously we're going to have to um, replace some yards at both the wide receiver position, the tight end position, um, and running back. We have some guys on roster who we think we can do those sort of things too. Getting a guy like Isaiah Spencer to come back is almost as good, good a recruiting win as we're going to have. You know, so you know it's going to be little things like that. But I think that this is the nature of what college football is going to be now. Um, you're going to have, you know, I've already done the numbers for next year and I'm looking at us probably signing 30 people the next year. So, I mean, I, I think that you're just, that's what's going to happen now. Now, now we're going to try to keep as much of a balance as we can. Um, and I think we've done a pretty good job of that. We've already signed 20 high school kids and we're going to try to, you know, continue to do that, but it's going to be around 55, 45, 60, 40, 50, 50 on, you know, transfers. If you consider the transfer portal and junior colleges and, uh, high school guys. So, I mean, it's going to be a little bit of both. And, and I think we have to develop our own talent, but then, you know, we have to be able to get some older guys in here too, that, that obviously we're still going to develop, but you know, that, that are come a little bit more ready-made and that sort of thing. All right. So Monarch fans just got emails about the spring game on April 15th. Everyone's super excited coach. Can you share with Monarch fans your top goal for the spring practice period? Yeah. Uh, I want, I want us to come out of it with confidence. I want us to come out of it with confidence that uh, um, if I do my job and I do my job to how it's coached to the best of my ability, um, that I'll be successful and our team will be successful. So I think that that's my number one goal for everybody. Now, you know, the, the, the great thing about spring ball is, you know, there's still three more months before you play a game. You know what I mean? So you're still talking about, a quarter of the year, 25% of your ability to develop before you get to the season. So there's still a lot of things to work on, a lot of things like that. But I want us to be able to play fast, play physical, and uh, and and I want us to play with confidence. Now, the auxiliary goal, the other goal is I want us to come together as a team. And I'm doing a lot of different things to do that. You know, I've changed our team meeting room. We used to line up by position um, in there, and now it's completely random. We used to do all of our winter, our mini camp stuff by position. And now we do Tuesdays by position and, and Thursdays is all completely random. Um, having guys over to my house by the time that uh, um, the guys leave in May, every single player on the team will have been over to my house for dinner. We're doing that in like groups of six and seven. So that's a, a lot of dinners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that's a lot of food, too. I mean, that, that sounds like runs to Costco or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, well, who knows? My wife takes care of all that. So I, I let her handle all that stuff. So um, which she's dominating that so far, which is awesome. But it's great. You know, I mean, so I want us to be, come together as a team and, and make some real connections with guys that maybe you wouldn't have before. And, and I think that that ultimately, in my mind, that can be that extra yard, that extra point, um, that extra stop that we need to, to win some of those games. All right. So Talking about next season, over the last couple, we've had some highs, we've had some lows. We even set a record for season tickets last year. For those folks that are on this defense for renewing or buying season tickets, what is your, what are you, what would you be telling them to close the deal? Well, I would tell them that at this stage in the game, that spring ball, I would tell them I've never been around a team. Um, it has so many good things going for it culturally right now. We're having different people. I've, I've had people from the Naval ROTC come by and observe us. 
obviously we have some new coaches that are, are given some great input, not only Coach Deck and Coach Hutt, but Coach Williams, our, our new corners coach as well. Um, so I think that it's it's one of those things where we're there's there's a great feeling around the office. You know, I even changed my office around, as you guys can probably tell, I've got the ODU behind me now and all that sort of stuff. I changed my office around so that I could have my door open more often and, and guys can just come in. The way it was set up before, it was like my back was to the door. It was really awkward. So I've changed that all around. And and even that, even those sort of things are working. So I'm not going to change our core belief system in, in, in our program, but I am going to change things that I think can help us. I'm not stubborn to say that, hey, the kids have to change and I don't, right? So um, I, I've got to change. I've got to do some things that are different and, and in order to help us. And, and I would tell that the people who, you know, are thinking about it, that if they could just be around our workouts and just, just see the videos of our workouts and things like that, this team's got a different feel to it than I've, than I've had in, in, in a very long time. So excited about that. Not to mention the fact that, you know, you want to talk about great value in our season tickets and that sort of thing and be able to come and, and have a great time in a beautiful stadium, great home schedule again and all that sort of stuff. I know it's not completely out, but it will be. And, and it's another great home schedule. Our team and our university is as hungry to get back to um, what we know are, um, you know, get back to winning ways as, 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 uh, as anybody can possibly imagine. We'll take a step back real quick. Sorry, Mike, I'm going to go off track here a little. You talked about connecting to folks coach yesterday i was going to meet mike over at the baseball game and i was walking down powhatan and i ran into hayden hopefully i didn't make him late to whatever he was going to we chatted for about 10 minutes probably and you could tell how connected he is to the program and mike and i are already are huge fans but just having that that conversation and seeing like his dedication and how excited he is and he was asking about other sports. Like he asked me if I was on the way to baseball. We talked about basketball for a couple minutes, but that kind of connection lends to the fans being more connected to the team as well. So you've got it internally with your players, but by chance someone, you know, a fan runs into your players, how well-spoken they are and how engaging they are and how much they care about the other sports really made an impact on me. Yeah, I think that's been one of the things that's been so great for my wife is that she's been able to meet the players on a little bit more personal level in these dinners. And, and we have such great guys, you know, they, they come from a wide variety of backgrounds, but we have great people. And, you know, I've already got three emails this semester about people who have met our players in just random spots and just saying how great our players are, which is you know pretty awesome. That that's that's what you're going for. Now I'm not naive enough. I know we got to win games, right? You can't just have a bunch of nice guys who who achieve in the classroom, which we're also doing. Right. I mean, four out of six semesters at over a 3.0 and 28 Dean's List members and all those sort of things. But we got to win games. And 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 I know that and, and and the players know that and appreciate that. But also that that's what we strive for every day. You know what I mean? So it's not like no one wants to win the game more than than the guys in this building. And so obviously we know that we have to do that. But we also realize that it takes those little things that we're talking about right now in order to get that done. All right. Before we let you go. We want to go through a couple of fun questions here. By the so way, if, hold on. You, you mentioned oh, the baseball game. Okay. Okay. You were there yesterday. I can say this about baseball refs because I, it has nothing to do with me, right? First of all, the in the field guy who got into it with the St. John's coach, like that was 100% on him. Like he, he, he escalated that situation more than he needed to. And, 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 and that was ridiculous. 
that he did that he tried to show up the coach which that 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 was that was crazy you know what i mean and the coach was doing nothing the coach was trying to discuss with him and not doing it in a a bad way which that was crazy number two the home plate guy you you, your strike zone cannot change to be the wide side of the plate no matter who's up and it was on the i'm sitting behind home plate it's on the it's on the paint of the batter's box every time the guy's calling it a strike i was like you couldn't hit that you couldn't hit it with some of those, and it went both ways. I don't want that to sound like it was against ODU. It was both ways. I mean, he couldn't hit, some of these guys couldn't hit that thing with a baseball or, I mean, a, a, like a, like a, or like, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was insane what was going on there. Now it helps to, you know, hit three blasts and all those sort of things, which the wind was blowing out, which was awesome. No better, no better place to watch a baseball game than when the wind's blown out at the butt. So, all right, sorry, go ahead. No, actually, that's a great segue. I'm going to switch the order of my questions here. Uh, we we were there yesterday. At least two of those bombs by Tyser were were definitely legit. The first one I saw kind of scraped the fence. I'm surprised you haven't tried to get that guy to be a tight end on your squad. Six seven two forty five. I mean, <laughs> hey, he does. He, I think he's doing what he's supposed to be doing in life. Yeah, I, I agree. So okay, last summer your family you completed your quest of attending a, a major league baseball game in all the ballparks. Well, I actually, we do that this summer. We complete it this summer. Okay, so, so what do you what do you got left? We've got Oakland, uh, San Francisco, and Seattle. Yeah, and then it's funny because I'm also we're also going to take a cruise to Alaska from Seattle, right? Go up from there, um, and and I've only I only have three states that I haven't been to in my life, and when I say been to, I don't mean like drive through. I mean like stayed a stayed a night in. So I've got Alaska, Maine, and Idaho left. So. Um, so I know Idaho, I'm going to go play. I want to play golf at Coeur d'Alene, um, up at Coeur d'Alene, you know, and then Maine, um, I, 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 you know, I'd love to go to like Allagash Brewery and all that sort of stuff. So I, I've got some things that I want to do, but so I'm, I'm knocking out one of the three remaining states and then I've got those three ballparks, but sorry, go ahead. To, to, to go. No, my, hey, Mike, those are a couple of the very few states that I think that the podcast hasn't been listed to. So you'll have to tell some folks, coach, we're, we're only like three or four away from all of them. All right. All right. So, yo, yeah, we need Alaska, Montana, Wyoming, and I think Idaho. That's it. Okay. We'll have all 50. All right. The Rocky Mountain region holding us back. All right. I'll, I'll try to get that done. Try to spread the yeah, word. We, maybe get a lineman while you're out there. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> all right. The question, that question. So once you do, have you guys started talking about what the family trip will be once the ballpark thing is over? So we planned it out this way because we figured at that point we're going to have high school sports over the summer. So there's not a whole uh, you're not going to get as much family trip time. So this is one of the reasons we planned it out. My son um, is in seventh grade now, so he'll be in eighth grade th- next year. And then after that, he'll be going into high school. Right. So that's why we did it this way. So I think at that point, it's going to be a lot more mom and dad trips. Um, you know what I mean? And that sort of thing. So we'll still have a couple with 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 the guys. But uh yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of why we planned it that way. No doubt about it. My son has like the greatest summer of all time. He's going to Iceland with his school. Then he's coming home and then we're going on this baseball trip. I mean, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be home for like two days and then we go on the baseball trip and then the cruise to Alaska. I told him the other day, I was like, what are you going to do when you're older? Like what? Like you got you're going to peak at like 14 years old. So it's crazy. All right. So. We've had this discussion in the past. Have you had any luck finding a good Kolsch in Hampton Roads yet? Um, not really. I I, I am gonna go. Um, I'm I'm hoping. 
the place I haven't been, I haven't been to the, um, the beer garden and, uh, you know, I haven't been to some of those places yet, you know, in Portsmouth and all that sort of stuff. So I'm going there soon. So maybe I can find something there. Um, but no, I want to say yes, though. I want to say, I, and I just can't remember where it was. So may, that probably means it re was really good. I got to remember. I think my wife would remember. Maybe not. Maybe not me. Well, I, if you go to a concert in Portsmouth, I don't think there's a better place to get a meal pregame than the beer garden. I mean, it just makes for like a perfect day. I, I, I've heard I've heard nothing but good things, so I'm excited about it. All right, Coach. Have you found a new restaurant recently that's entered your best of Norfolk list? No, I have not gone to many restaurants lately. Um, we have a new puppy, right? Um, and like, I, having a new puppy is like having a new baby. Like you can't leave it alone. And like, it's like, it's, it, it's wild. So didn't we talk about this the last time? I thought there wasn't going to be a new puppy. Yeah, yeah, so that's the story. If you want, if you got, if, if you got fifteen seconds, here's the news. Well, as long as we're not going to be in trouble for keeping you fifteen seconds later, we're all no, no. for it. No, you're good. Yeah, I, I'm the one. At this point, I keep my own schedule. It's like I do the scheduling with other people, and like they've got to be the tough guy. But like, really, I can kind of do what I want. Um, so, my wife uh, does some work and did some was donating some stuff that I signed to the SBCA. Okay, so she goes there, and she sees a dog called Panda. I can't even remember what type of dog it was, but my wife is obsessed with pandas and this dog's name is Panda and she wanted it. And then there was it, it, but it was paired with this little dog named Mr. Wilson. Okay. And so my kids loved Mr. Wilson. My wife loved Panda. So like my wife calls me up. She's like, Hey, uh, I think we're going to adopt these two dogs. I was like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. No, like we're not. I didn't agree to one dog, let alone two dogs. Like it felt like Wayne in Wayne's world. Like I don't need two dogs. I don't want a dog. Right. And so like, and uh, so I, I didn't, so that was the whole thing. And I'm like, no, no. So the kids are hammering me and, and the youngest is like, dad, they're going to, they're going to put it to sleep if you don't and all this sort of stuff, like totally guilt tripping me, which is not true. Like that's not a true thing. And so I was sitting there, I'm like, no, we're not getting two dogs. But like I, they made me feel bad. You know what I mean? Like I felt, yeah, I felt, I felt bad. So we're at a recruiting event, um, official visit weekend, um, and uh, Dirty Buffalo, and, and and they come, and they're getting wings and everything, and all of a sudden, my wife's like, well, we can't get those two dogs, but <laughs> I tell you what, look at this one dog that somebody just sent me, and it was this cute little um, St. Bernard puppy girl, and my wife's always wanted to, you know, like, breed, one time breed a puppy, like, breed a dog, and all that sort of stuff, and I'm like, so she just caught me in a weak moment. And I was like, yeah, like, okay, sure. Like, let's do it. I'm, I'm in, you know what I mean? Well, here's the deal. So first of all, it was like the old two for one switcheroo. Like it was playing the whole time. Like I now know that, like it, this was a, this was a, this was like a complete, um, I guess not a catfishing, but cat dogging thing. Like it, it got me like completely. They just, they just hoodwinked me and got me. But then the other thing that they did was my wife had already ordered it. Like she, like the dog came. The dog showed up in my office, came to the office, in my office. Two days later, the dog was in my face, on, like on my back of my neck, two days later. So like this dog was already ordered. Like, and so like I got, yeah. And now I love her and she sleeps on, you know, she doesn't, she takes naps on top of me all the time. And she's an awesome dog. Um, she needs to be trained a little bit better in terms of going to the bathroom. But 
she she is an awesome dog but yes i i was adamant that we were never going to have three dogs um but now we do just like i just like when we got married told my wife we're not going to get our first dog until we're a year married and we had our first dog three months before we got married and we had our second dog four weeks after we got married so i i don't win those battles let's say i don't i don't win those battles. so coach uh last summer you said if you get another dog you have to move so is the the country house being built as we speak no 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 although i will tell you this in my neighborhood in larchmont somebody knocked down one of the old houses and built one and he's building one on the water that's happened in a couple of places but there's one in particular on the water uh, brilliant and that person's 145 times smarter than i am um yeah i feel but yeah no i mean we're not moving I, part of it is like all the places i'd want to move i still want to live in large mob but like move on the water or whatever it is offensive to me how much it would cost me not to buy the house because i get it but to move like i'm offended by that like to move two blocks how much that would cost like i i i i i don't think i I don't think I can bring myself to pay that. It's such a pain in the butt to move to. Oh, it's brutal. And you yeah. never really, you never fully unpack, which is telling you that you don't need all that stuff, right? Like we have a, a storage closet right now, a storage like thing right now that we've had since we got here. Well, I went there one time and it was to get my poker chips to play some of the other coaches. One time. We've never been there. Like all that stuff needs to just be thrown away. Like obviously we don't need it. If we haven't needed it in four years, why will I ever need it? So it's like, yeah, some of these things are, are, are that's just so kind of coach. You need two to get questions ready. about the cost of moving for a football coach. You have access to a semi truck and a hundred plus men that would probably be willing to volunteer to help. No, no. So you got to leg up on a lot of us. First of all, none of them would be willing to volunteer to help. <laughs> Second of all, um, if one of them got hurt, do, moving one of our couches, I would never forgive myself. And that would be one of the stories of the year. Like, uh, well, we would have won that game, but Coach Ronnie needed his bureau moved. And now we don't have a, a, you know, a second string tight end. You know what I mean? That would be. I a, can just it, imagine the story from Harry Minium. I mean, I mean, it'd be bad. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be an awful deal. It'd be awful. So no, not, not, not doing that. Not doing that. I mean, I, I no, Yeah. Not doing that. I'd rather, help, right. I'd rather help the local economy. Coach before, before I let Mike close us out, I just, I do want to tell you that you've got a leg up on me because whenever I travel, when I go away from this house, twice I've come home to new cats. So coming home to one cool new dog or having one show up via like an Amazon Prime two-day ship, you know, here, it's way better than coming home to two new cats. I can, I can, listen, people who are cat people, or I got no problem, but I can promise you, I can promise you that Jen Ronnie will never bring a cat. Like that is not happening. Like it's, it's one of the reasons why we get dogs that like unbridled affection and loyalty is like, yeah, that's, that, that, that's part of it. You know what I mean? And plus our dogs are basically cats in terms of they just lay around all day, but they do it near you all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's the difference. Coach. Right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is that is it right there. Yeah, well, not hey, 
he picked up his head. He, he, he knows what's going on. So. All right, coach. This is going to be our last question. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, is there something that fans can do to make your job easier? I would just say in terms of something fans can do to make my job easier. Well, number one is, is buy season tickets and, and come to the games. That legitimately makes my job easier. I mean, it, it really does. And come to the games and that sort of thing. I think that's a, a huge thing. We, I, I would, I think we already have a huge home field advantage, um, especially compared to a lot of the other Sunbelt teams. I know that there are legitimately other Sunbelt teams, players who get jealous when they watch our film and see how many people we have at the games. So I think that that's number one. Well, number two, just to be honest, in the world we're in right now with, with name, image, and likeness, if somebody has a business and they do need somebody to like be a spokesperson or whatever, yeah, reach out and, and find somebody on our team who you think might be a good, who might be good at that and see if there's somebody on our team that, that, that can help you with that. And, and obviously it doesn't have to be this huge, big thing. If there's something where one of those guys can, can help you and you can help them and it can be mutually beneficial. I mean, then that would be, that'd be awesome. So as I'd say, those are probably the, the two things for sure. All right. Well, me and Aaron have already renewed. So we're, we're we got step one done. All right. Good deal. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us uh, and go Monarchs. All right. Thanks guys. Go Monarchs.